I hope we got that because I don't think it's going to record until just now. But I, think it's I hope we got all that. Right at the beginning. I'm back. Uh, that's my intro. Uh, Why does it sound like that, though? Sound like, uh, like that? I don't know. It's just the voice I chose. Um, oh, well, my everybody. God. The crew's all here. Yeah. Finally. It's the Big Tanner Rich Show again. What's, what's going on? And I was worried I was going to miss today because I'm working on a golf tournament. Um, but I'm I'm mobile. I'm actually leaving my office right this second. You mean and you're? Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me think of this because it's going to be funny. You mean your beer budget for 2022 to 2023? Yep. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> uh, there's a ton of jackalope that Ooh. that's uh, probably Ooh. not going to get drank up. And there's Ooh. some new stuff in there. And they're tall boy cans. Whoa. So you got any lovebirds? There is no Lovebird. They have like some new stuff. They're like, hey, we want to try this. Oh, well, yeah. Well, okay. hey, because I mentioned, this. I was like, Lovebird is great on a golf course. If you dry stock it in a cool, dark place, it may be good in March. Wink, wink. Cool, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dark place. Well, I guess since I brought it up, I can say we're talking about my bachelor party in March. And oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even catch no that. One that's, else, my, that's my bad. Gonna, no one else. No one else gonna know what i'm talking about here but i think let me run this by you and i don't care if it's on the pot or not uh um, i'm thinking of redoing a six-pack party oh okay. with just us oh, so everybody okay. brings 12 plus any extra you want to drink but 12 of 12 of them have to be like beers you like so a six-pack of this and a six-pack of that yeah. So not long. Like, I've just, never tried this before. Let's hope that it's okay. Yeah, but the no other part about that is, Yeah, no or was yeah. It terrapin or harpoon. Baby balls. It was definitely well, it was the terrapin with the black label on it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um we'll do that. Everybody bring a six and a six of your favorite. Hopefully there's no doubles. And a hundred and twenty uh, count of uh pizza rolls. Per person. Should we do the pizza rolls? It is tradition. I mean, if, Yo. if we're gonna if we're gonna do the <laughs> if we're gonna do the six packs. Oh man, it's gonna be heartburn city. Oh but man, yeah, look, I think we should do it. Some some random some random maybe good maybe not beers. A bunch of pizza a bunch of a bunch of uh, pizza rolls and some Frank's Red Hot. Yeah. Sounds like a great oh. Saturday night for forty something. <laughs> hey man, I dig it. I ain't worried about it. It's gonna be a rough morning. The next, I know that much. Once all that digests. Be, rivers, my bachelor party morning. <laughs> oh no, not that kind of rough. I'm talking more. Hey, of, not having, we not put, having. Um, we have put that story to rest. We said it's the yeah. last time on the podcast, and we said we'd never talk about it again. And I'm that story is like the hours. Undertaker. <laughs> Nope. That thing, that thing says it's retired, but he just keeps coming back from the dead. I told Richard I would never talk about it again, and there's a lot of things that I pick on Richard about, and I don't need to pick on him about that. So I think he's okay with bringing it. I think he's okay with bringing it back up himself now because he's 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 come to peace with I'm it. I'm past it, and I'm at peace with yeah, I'm at peace with it. He knows what he Dog. did to Mike. He knows what he did to Mike, and what kind of and what kind of person he is, and he's he's come he hasn't he's come to grips. <laughs> he's come to grips with it. 
Kit Richard, this no, is how you so fix old. it. This is how you fix it, okay. right here. Final. Mike throws up in March, and you clean it up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, that, that's fair. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, that's the only Doesn't way I see it. our goal to get him so fucked up? If it starts uh, a chain reaction, I'm going outside. <laughs> well, you you know you don't have to worry about me. I won't get anything on me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Mine will be for the birds. As long as you're outside. Oh, I'll tell you what. I've said it before. I'll say it. I'll say it again. Now, as far as, like, human greatest human feats I've ever witnessed in person, oh my God. it's still, like, top five. It's probably, no, probably top three. The color, the color of the shirt has that so much to do with there. it. The color of the shirt Kenny has a lot to do with it. Kenny's referring to my degenerate days, uh, where I drank a lot of liquor with a lot of sugar, uh, mostly red sugary drinks mixed with liquor, and uh, How was that? and I would I would wear a lot of white tall tees. And oh, bring I, back the white tall tee, please. It give it time. With my I mean, size. It's so comfortable. It with Just my size. give it time. Uh, and if you take your pants off, you have a night shirt. It was great. Um, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I made myself crack up way too hard. But I, I, I had vomited at such a high velocity that nothing got on my shirt. At all. Lots of RPMs. Yeah, it was it was one of the weirdest things. Kitty was like, I can't believe I just saw that. I was shocked. I mean, I was like, I was like stopped in my tracks. Like I so had to walk, I had to just walk up. I didn't even say anything. I just walked up to him at first and started looking at his shirt. And I'm like, oh my god, it's clean. But I think I did it. Like we were talking about something, and I was like, hey, hold on one second. <laughs> and I did what I did, and, and it just kept rolling. I kept going, and you were like, no, 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 no. I, I still hear the we, sound. And if he didn't just go right back to the the cause of the issue right afterwards. And we it degenerate days, man. We ain't rookies at this. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, now I am compared to then. Uh, sometimes, um, like you, you, sometimes you just don't know like how glorious something is unless you see it, and you got you got you got to see it from afar. It's so to, there was so there was a time I wrecked a motorcycle and landed on my feet somehow. <laughs> I, I really I really want to know what that looked like. Wow. I, so this is the thing. I I, I wrecked. Like I hit, I actually, I actually it was a dirt bike, but I actually wrecked, hit my head, and still landed on my feet. All while holding on to it for a pretty good length of it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, it felt like I was in a. It felt like I was in a, a washing machine for like 15 seconds, and then I just stood there, and I had the, the road rash had actually like the road had actually like ripped my belt in half. <laughs> just your belt? Just the belt, and well, and like half my shirt. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's insane. That's like that, that reminds me. Y'all both know I flipped my first car, right? No. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I was 16 the and Honda? I flipped my car. No, that's not my first. My first car. You're, this is gonna make you laugh even harder. Was a Chevy Lumina Euro, slant <laughs> six, white with red interior. Loved that car. Loved it. Um, oh, it was man. on Rush Hill Road, and I. I, I don't remember and, that car at all. Yeah, it didn't last long. Oh, uh, Brush Hill Road? Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's I fairly narrow. And I, I got over to I wrecked car. on that car road, too. 
I got out of the car and I kind of went into a ditch and I clipped a stone little ditch thing and my car shot straight up in the air, did a 180 and landed on the hood. Damn. Damn. Unbuckled myself, climbed out of the window and started walking to the house like that was right there. And I was like, crap, I got to call my mom. I got to do all this stuff. Like, not, I got to go to the hospital. It wasn't that. It was, I got to tell my parents about this. This is stupid. I'm yeah. an idiot. And so I get to the door, and the lady's like, oh, my God, sit down, lay down. And I go, okay, but can I use your phone? <laughs> She's like, I've already called an ambulance. Just lay down. And I was like, all right, can I have some water? So like I like I was I was fine maybe a little hitch in my shoulder or my back but I was completely fine no cuts no nothing. Isn't it just weird how that can happen sometimes? I still yeah, remember yeah, wrecking. Yeah. I still remember wrecking my first car, and I was just sitting there and I'm like, well this sucks. Yeah, like that. And I put a I put a straight I put a V shape in the front of the. I mean it like I hit that tree like. It was like it, 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 it was like a V shape in the front. It smashed that tree. Dude, it's insane. It's like, demon, right? Yeah. I don't know. That was uh, across the street from my house. That was a classic, man. It sucked. So, man, that the only thing classic was nice. I had to go the oh. week the weekend after I did that. I had to go back and reset somebody's stone mailbox. Uh. So that sucked. Like, I got lucky, though, because the whole mailbox fell over. So we had to put the mortar down, then lift the stone mailbox back into place, and then set it. Oh, so the pieces were still, uh, still there. Yeah, it was it was solid. Oh, like, damn. My, yeah. So after the traffic cop came and did everything, he was lit- he came and talked to me. He's like, hey, man, like, you were six inches from launching into a telephone pole. I go, wow. I said, that would have been bad. He goes, yeah, you'd have been dead. I was like, oh, gotcha. That's why it was bad. Like, you don't, like, I think that's half of the reason why, like, you're 16. You don't know, like, you, you don't tense up or get uh, agitated. You know what I mean? And so your body's yeah. just kind of loose. So, I yeah. uh, also wrecked my first car on Brush Hill Road. Oh God! What you doing? Uh, taking some back roads, you know the Inglewood back roads. Oh yeah. Trying to get to uh, Gallatin Road, and um, not to not to deny if I was under the influence or not. I was gonna say, man, why, why? are you taking the why are you taking the back roads to get to Gallatin Road? What's the deal with that? For but, airport uh, to skip traffic, right, Richard? Just to skip traffic. Yeah, it's a, you know, I don't need those traffic lights at eleven o'clock at night, you know. It's yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know what happened really. I just went off the road um, and went into somebody's yard. I like hit a ditch pretty damn hard, and so it tore up the front end. And I went through somebody's yard, got like right back on the road though, and um, drove my ass to the shell right there and parked it. <laughs> and was like, yeah, I'm gonna call somebody and get me. Smart. Smart. Probably, was, probably wasn't your parents, right? It was not. Uh, <laughs> I, I left my car there and was like, all right, I'll come take care of that in the morning. And uh, that's what I did. Luckily, How the, bad was 
like the whole front end was fucked up, but oh, it was man. more cosmetic than anything, and Good. more of me like, um, yeah, I don't need to, I don't need to do that. I don't need to be. I'm not gonna say any names, but somebody that lived in Inglewood. They had really good weed. Leaving oh. their house. Oh my god, Fizz is watching. <laughs> Dude, it's just uh, it's one of those things that, like, I don't know why sixteen year olds and I'm I'm rubbing myself in this need to not like they we just they we they can't listen. They have to learn it. They can't listen. Oh no, that, well, that's the thing. It's like it's like the people and it's the same. I, and I, I feel that same. So I was like, man, I. Like when God, like when my son gets a certain age, I can tell him like don't do this and this because I've been through it and I'll, it ain't gonna matter. No, nah, everybody's gonna experience that shit. Just hopefully it doesn't like. Hopefully he doesn't know, experience yeah. flipping a car. Yeah, hopefully yeah, it, yeah, it works out. Hopefully it works out for him like like us. Like yeah, nobody gets hurt, you know, or yeah. like gets in trouble. Because by the way, I was not directory of in the whole life. <laughs> 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 I was really weird. Man, I had that in for a minute, y'all. So, uh, I, tell you what, I, I tested my luck quite a bit, but I feel like I got I most like, of it out. I feel like I got most of it out pretty early to the point to where once I hit like not too far over 21, like I was like all the crazy stuff was kind of, I mean, I still obviously I still drank, but like most like the real crazy stuff, I was just kind of like, eh, been there, done that. We learned, I will say this about Shit. us, as young as we were. We were we found out really early it's okay to say no. Like yeah. we still uh, did dumb stuff. I don't know if I can jump on that train. <laughs> oh, there's a lot there's a lot of stuff I said no to. Like I Yeah, there was quite a bit. I was like I knew my limits and I was like, no, nah, I shouldn't do that. Like after well, like probably twenty two, twenty three, I was start, starting to get wise and I was like, Yeah, this is not it. Now, yeah. not that I still didn't do dumb stuff, because, I mean, I'm wired weird, but... I was still in the Marines, so I cannot... Oh, yeah. You were. ...say that that was uh, something, a good trait of mine. But now we know better. <laughs> and look at look at you now. Oh, yeah. Now, I, and see, like, I'm, I'm super happy to be, like, settled down in my mid... Like, got settled down in my mid-30s. Versus like, oh yeah, you know, because I would have had a kid <coughs> during my twenties and all that, man. I, I don't know, I'd been in trouble. But I, like, ever since I've turned like, you know, thirty, thirty-two, or, or ever since uh, my kids been yeah. born, I don't think so, like, Richard. I got I, it all I, out of my system. I'm good. I, if if you, I, I I can look at the group of friends and say, if any of us had done that, had had a kid in their mid twenties. I feel pretty confident in saying they would have buckled down and been like, hey, I got to work. I yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. do this. Um, we all had pretty good head on our shoulders. We just, you know. Well, I mean, we did stupid stuff. <laughs> but, that, but yeah, the, the people like, oh, people like us, you know, we, we know how priorities lie. It's like immediately when something like that happens, it's like, you know what, you know what the new priority is. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Where it's, a lot of people, a lot that, of people don't. It's not going out for two for one. No. <laughs> Unless yeah, I'm just so. I do, and I, I wouldn't mind getting a good two for one, but only do one two for one. 
But I mean, yeah. let's, but but I'm saying, but if you do have a kid and you're trying to save money, going when they do have two for ones is the is the smart is point. the economical choice. Yes. Yeah, if we're point. if we're being honest here. Listen to us teaching people how to drink on a budget. Yeah, Nothing's man. changed. <laughs> have a kid at your age. Uh, go for two for ones. About beyond the edge isn't. Um, Are they still is it shut open? down? I don't, I don't know. know. I think so. No, I'm pretty sure they're doing. I'm pretty sure they really. It's not the same. It's not the same. We talked well, about doing one more night. Nothing's, nothing's the same. Calling it a. Calling I mean, since so you're in town, I know. Biscuit love ain't the same. It's not. It's definitely not. It's gonna, not. No, not not this week. For, not this week. You gotta pay for yeah. parking now, and. Oh, that's I'm not. <laughs> it's not the same. You gotta pay for parking. Different car, so though. I had fun at Beyond the Edge, but so much funny stuff happened got, in that parking lot. I got one for you. Yeah. What? I just pulled up their website. You said you said it keeps changing, right? Or it's not the same? Yeah. Now smoke-free inside. Oh what? Shut up. That takes the tang off of it. Dude. It takes a lot uh, off of stuff. For those who don't know, Beyond the Edge, a bar in East Nashville... Is it, it was a great bar. It was great. Fantastic bar. The only thing you didn't do at Beyond the Edge was wear good clothes. Yeah, uh, yeah. You wore. It was one of the. It was one of those few places that I was like, you know what? We always have fun. I know I'm gonna go home smelling like smoke. It was one of the few places that like I was okay with going home and smelling like cigarettes. And it, you never knew who was gonna be there because there's always gonna be somebody random from your past would show up it was weird man it was like the cool silverados they straight look from look at these pictures though it definitely looks like they straight up like redid a lot i mean it's got like 30 tvs in there now it was like the tornado damage yeah they got 30 tvs 25 beers on tap like they've like definitely always had a lot of beers on tap well i'm just saying i didn't i didn't realize they had i didn't even realize they had that many honestly and they had let's just put it this way from my recollection, they were probably the first like dive bar that had craft beer that I can remember that like had a selection of craft beer. Well, in in, With in a dive lot of bar in the in dive bar defense, <clears throat> that was an upscale dive bar. Yeah. It was an upscale dive bar. Now friends, on the other hand, not so much. Nah, that that was a up. dive bar. It's just like I, I I could definitely see where they like the 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 edge of beyond the edge is a little a little duller than what it used to be because you know it was it was it was it was a nicer place but it wasn't like based on these pictures it definitely it definitely wasn't this nice no like no, like that bath no. that bathroom was a little sketch sometimes oh man that, it was so small yeah oh for as many people that would be in there it was a tiny bathroom. I had yeah. nightmares of like never being able to get out. <laughs> or like every time, like every time I tried to get out, somebody was trying to come in, and like it was just like an endless, endless cycle. And I was and I was and I was stuck in there with the pee floor. I, yeah, the, dude, that place oh, it was terrible. I can remember right. being there on a Saturday night one night, and it was dead. And I was just like, I love this place so much. Like, <laughs> random Saturdays and it's dead. You're just like, thank God I don't have someone sitting in my lap. Yeah. Trying to get a drink. Yeah. Oh. 
But yeah, the good old days. Good times, good times. While we're on the topic, and she may not ever hear this, but shout out to Jen, one of the best bartenders ever. (laughs) Oh, there we go. She won't hear this. (laughs) She won't, I guarantee. She lives in St. Croix now. (laughs) Where's that? Uh, the the um, oh like the behind Caribbean oh wow okay she like runs a bar there she like moved there yeah. and runs her own bar well that's one way to live life yeah went out and did it uh so yeah what's going on guys <laughs> I mean yeah not that's a lot start the show I know um, what's going on so what's everybody been up to what's going on I love it. Uh, I mean, for us, really just uh, like this weekend, we've been doing a lot of cruise prep stuff. Just uh, finalizing, kind of finalizing some of the stuff we had to make reservations for and clothes stuff and little just stuff you don't think about, you know, getting all of our, because you know it's still that era, you know, getting all our paperwork in a row and all that stuff and right we're trying to be extra careful I, i'm i'm making trying to make extra sure that we've got everything we need because we've just not done this before so and luckily he still doesn't know about it so that's that's gonna be the the best part for us is surprising him so he has no idea oh. so basically and the thing is we're leaving so late like he's just not gonna we're gonna leave the house and end up at the airport so you're gonna bust in his like, room wait. with flashlights like the feds. Get up, get your stuff, let's go. We gotta go. Wait, wait, wait. Time to go, bro. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Other, I mean, other than that, like we spent a lot of time doing that. Other than that, we went to um, Ted's Montana Grill this weekend. How was it? Have y'all, have y'all ever been there? Did you get no. buffalo? Uh, yes. You did? Okay. Yeah. So when I when I used to work at uh, for for Tweeter off on West End, we used to go there, you know, every once in a while because it was like right down the street. Yeah. And uh, I always liked them. I mean, we, we like it's just one of those places I guess I kind of forgot about. And then the other day we were like, man, we have not been to Ted's in a long, long time. It's such a random place because it's still, I mean, it's a chain. It's a small chain. It was very still kind of old, old school. Like you go in there and it's kind of dark. It's got that dark steakhouse vibe, but it's so weird. They like like they give you like free like pickles, like house made sliced pickles as like the free appetizer deal. So sort of like yeah. Logan's peanuts. But they're but they're good. Like they're good like fresh pickles. They're solid. But the one thing that I used to always love like their onion rings are really really good. So it's good to see that their onion rings were still very good. Um, um, Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just ad living. Oh, word, word, word. But yeah, we did have. I, did, I mean, <laughs> Mindy had Mindy had a burger. I had a because you can get beef or you can get buffalo or bison, bison. and like and like anything burger. they have. So it's like you can get like bison steaks or beef steaks, and it's usually like yeah, a, it's like a two or three dollar difference. But bison is so good, man. And it's like it's weird. It's like a lean. It's leaner than beef. But to me, it's not any less like, like the texture. Even though it has less fat, the texture's not bad. Like the texture's still either that of beef or actually feels like it's a little like I don't know if it's softer is the way to describe it. 
because it's like very it was very tender but like it was really really good burger so i was happy with it and then i had a hell of a hell of a strawberry shortcake at the end which was probably (laughs) like fucking 1500 calories but you know whatever Life goes on. Hell of a strawberry. Yeah, dude, it was it was tall. <laughs> it was a tall shortcake. Tall shortcake. Oh. Yeah. That's what we did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Seth, what you? What's and, up? Uh, first off, we got to get a concert review because what was that? Two weeks ago. Oh yeah. Where we couldn't go. Um. Oh, someone, someone got sick. Oh no. So oh, no. yeah, it's oh. a very touchy subject, and I'm not gonna talk oh, about it. No. And I hope you respect uh, our privacy at this yeah, time. <laughs> Moving on to the the, the, the yeah, following week. Uh, How was the beach? It was nice. It was a little. Uh, I thought you were going to say, oh, we didn't make it to the beach. No, no, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we made it. It was a good trip. It was just something to kind of recharge the batteries and get ready for everything, and it was good. Um, what, uh, what beach was it? Uh, I can't remember the name. That's so don't, unex- don't, un- unacceptable. Yeah, I don't. I don't, what, I don't what, 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 what geographical area was it? Oh, uh, so oh shit. Uh, Myrtle. Myrtle Beach. All right, rate that beach. Oh, so Myrtle Beach, yeah. Rate that beach nice right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, 8.5. Damn. 8.5 seashells? Nice. Yes, yes, yes. All right. That's hot for Myrtle Beach area. I have never been to Myrtle Beach. I've heard a lot of different things Here's about my it. straight-up opinion about Myrtle Beach. It's Gatlinburg on the beach. That's what a lot, and I was gonna say that is actually what a lot of people say. But it looks to me, it looks nice though. The beach is nice though. It's just, it's just a lot. The people there sometimes. Is, as long as the scenery is like, nice, I can get past. I can get past the people. Yeah. To I guess to a certain degree. Yeah, the, and that's the other part. Everybody just kind of keeps to themselves, so you don't really have to worry about it. Yeah. It's not a nice little. Not, I know there's a lot of you know you got the little the boardwalk and all that stuff, and I know there's a lot of food in the vicinity, like in a close vicinity. So yeah, not a not a bad thing. Um, we ate at this burger place. It's probably the best fastest restaurant meal I've ever had in my life. Uh, we sat down and ordered and had our food in probably five minutes. Damn. Um, nice. Good burger, good fries, good onion rings. It was a really good place. Um, the other part about it was it was cash only. Hmm, so like everything was just cash transactions. You I guess that probably it, makes it. Anything. Yeah, that makes yeah. it quick. But that's just this day and age. Like that's kind of weird. Yeah, just don't ask me what the name of it is because, like I said, I don't subscribe <laughs> to names. Uh, more so a, a beach was a blur? Pretty much. Um, probably because of my own doing, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, it was just a good time. Great weather. Just hanging, like really just hanging out, enjoying it. And like I said, just kind of recharging mentally and physically. 
something, something to be said for oh yeah nice recharge uh, that's what uh, i need I, highly recommend it for everyone yeah i need that after this past few weeks man it's busy busy working for me uh well, this, hopefully this is your busy season isn't it for, yeah it, okay. it is it's like for for me it's like if i can get to the end of august and into September, once once I get into like football season, everything becomes like a routine. But doing these yeah. last like summer events and like different promotions and stuff that we're doing, it's like I don't know. It's just it's just like a mad dash to get to to September. Oh, yeah. And so I'm looking forward to getting uh, to to week one of the NFL season and uh, getting kind of settled in. Because, like I said, everything comes routine and, and makes things easier. Right. It's mostly yeah. about football at that point. <clears throat> it's all it's about football, period. Yeah. But, uh, um, one thing I wanted to mention, uh, was, uh, I've been, been keeping up. I, I mean, everybody knows that listens to this podcast and you guys know that I'm a big pro wrestling fan. And one thing that's been kind of cool lately is just kind of see, WWE kind of evolve into like Triple H's WWE, which is a lot more. It's just fun. It's just fun to watch. It's not the same dull stuff that's been the last decade or so. And it's just like everything just makes sense. And that's all I think a wrestling fan would ask for. Just make it make sense and make and, enter, and be entertaining. Make make dude make oiled up dudes in tidies wrestling wrestling each other makes sense. They just they like bigger. They yeah. Like, they really like they really like to squeeze each other a lot. Like, yeah. But only a whole lot much. of it's gotta make a whole sense. lot of greasy squeezing. <laughs> yeah. It's gotta be put that on a, a sense. Put just, that on a t-shirt. Just make wrestling. it make sense. Make the squeeze make sense. If you're going to squeeze them, it better mean something. Wrestling, it's worth the squeeze. Uh, Oh, man. Uh, But, yeah, man, just uh, one thing has been kind of good to hear, though. uh, uh, Instead uh, of Summer Slam, it's Summer Squeeze. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Sponsored by Melia. Wow. Anyways, um, <laughs> so back to what you were talking uh, about. One, so I was completely switching gears. Uh, one thing that I think is cool is uh, uh, my son's now laughing, and that's oh, just that's funny. Fun. That's fun. Um, he's like three and a half months old, and like just started kind of laughing. So that's kind of cool. So are you just happy that you have one person to laugh at your jokes in that house? I think Delaney's still on board. <laughs> oh, okay, good, 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 good. So I think she's still there. She's on. Uh, the lady uh, still thinks I'm the man. <laughs> yeah, I probably forget some stuff, but I'm I'm kind of mobile now, so. Uh, I do like those sometimes, like with her, like when you try to joke with her or something, she gives you that look, like that, like yeah, not funny look. Not so much. Yeah. Like like mm-hmm, try again. Yeah. I can appreciate that. She get it from her. She get it from her mama. No, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Fooling me. Uh, I wish I wish I could convey that much emotion without 
saying words. Especially to people. Especially to people. Are you like, talking about? Oh, really? Nice. You do. I mean, you make you make so many damn faces, Kenny. I know your answer before it comes out of your mouth. I nice. just make you answer because I like it on the record. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> oh yeah. That makes me feel good about myself. Thank you. Thank it's you like, for that. Like, you remember there was one summer when we're like, man, I love orange juice. And by orange juice, I mean beer. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I wish I could tell those jokes funny. Like, you know, like, I love orange juice. And by orange juice, I mean construction paper. And we all laughed. It's like, you don't realize you can do stuff. Like, you're the only <laughs> person I know that doesn't realize that they can do the things that everybody just, like, yeah, you've been making faces your whole life. Everybody yeah. has seen them. Everybody knows what you mean by your look. And yet you don't think you do them. <laughs> he does have some very specific, like... Thank you! Body language. And, and yeah. Very, very specific. Maybe that's why people like, leave me alone at work for the most part. And, that, like, <laughs> Kenny, like, if I... Kenny big size before he working answers in, something... Working as intended. He's about to be negative, and he doesn't want to be negative. <laughs> <laughs> I know it every time. Like, I already like, oh, this is going to suck, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's just how it is. Readable and predictable. Um, mm. Other than that, for me, uh, just to kind of wrap up, uh, watch a few shows that I guess we're going to talk about here in a bit. So, if we, I mean, hell, I guess we could segue into that now if we want. I, I mean, I guess this whole mismatch of uh, intro. So we might sure they okay. Are we still in the intro? <laughs> yeah, Christ. that was the intro. Do you have anything else you need to say? It's a hell of an intro. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Big Henry Show. Yeah. I we think are, we I can honestly, yeah. I can honestly say, I will say this before we get into Manti Teo. And I'm sorry if I stole your uh, leeway. I have no, found good. the funniest man on Instagram. I have to tell y'all this. Uh, Kenny knows who the I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. The, the absolute funniest man on Instagram. He has come up. I, I send him to Kenny because I always tell Kenny, fuck you. <laughs> it's just something I've always done. And it's, a, it's a metaphor. He, This guy comes up with different creative funny ways to flip birds and to say fuck you. And it is the funniest thing ever. It's a bit of an art form, actually. I actually started the first one he sent me. I was like, "What the fuck is this guy?" So of course I click on it and I just keep watching. I'm like, "This dude's really just finding He's creative funny. ways to flip people off." Dude, okay. The first video I ever saw, it's him, short shorts, flannel, short sleeve shirt, trucker hat, and some full guy glasses, like glass glasses. And he's riding this beach cruiser uncoordinated, and he's pulling a radio flyer. And it's just the most random thing ever. And he turns towards the camera and stops, and there's a string to the radio flyer, and he pulls the string up, and the sign pops up in the back, and it says, fuck you. And that's it. That's the video. And it makes me laugh every time. So the funniest one I've seen so far, and I haven't watched all of them, of course, but so somebody knocks on his door and leaves a package. It's an envelope. He opens it. He slides the thing out. He reads it and he looks around. And he's like, "What? What's going on?" And then it turns and it's just like it just says "fuck you" on it. And then he goes back. And, then he goes back inside the house. I'm like, okay. okay. 
Hold on, Rick. Send the, Rick, send the are you on your phone? Are you? I was about to yeah. say, are you on the phone right now? All right, I'm yeah. going to. Sit, I just sent it to you. It's in your Instagram inbox. Oh, okay. The the original photo that's the video that started all of this. All right. Hey, spread yeah. the word. It's fucking Friday. <laughs> oh, what is that? Oh, that Wi-Fi kicked in. Maybe it didn't. I mean, if Wednesday's hump oh. day, then Friday can be fuck you Friday. I guess so. It makes sense. Just feels. I right. got a vest on. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Dang, that's tight. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you just pull the string. Yeah. Yeah. Old school. Old school. Uh, I don't know what that song's called. Uh, the bird song. Tweedly dee dee. Tweedly dee dee. Let's put up to that to the crib. Uh oh. So World War it might get a little noisy. Might get a little noisy. But first, I'm gonna check the mail. I like the, I'm, lo- I'm, like, I'm loving to play by play. Man. <laughs> That's when my boys from down the street just honked at me. Say what's up. Huh? Oh, that was me uh, locking the car. Oh. <laughs> No mail. All right. We're good. Oh, We're good now. No. We can move forward. All right, cool. All right, so <laughs> the Manti Teo documentary. Now, what's what's crazy about this is is this is like one of the first big real internet stories that we grew up with. We yeah. We're all out of high school at this point. We were pretty much really getting into blogs and stuff like that, and this really put. Dead spin on the map as far as nationwide. Yeah. Um, the Manti Teo story. If you're not familiar with it, Manti Teo was a famous middle linebacker that played for Notre Dame and got catfished by someone. Um, it was a huge story. You should look into it because it's just, it's crazy and I'm not going to do it justice. Um, Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I I can remember. So like, I haven't obviously like I haven't I haven't seen the documentary yet. I'm gonna watch it. But I remember like being so glued to that story. Like I'm reading all these. I'm, I'm listening to about it on the radio. I'm like pulling up articles online and reading about all these different theories and all this stuff. And it was like just the biggest. Like the whole thing is just like the biggest shit show, and you just don't know what's real and what's not. Like it was. I was just like completely captivated by the whole thing. Like it was just, I just couldn't believe like what was going on. Right. It it was 100% at that time, the craziest thing that ever happened because it was Notre Dame. It was a guy that was up for the Heisman. It was so much stuff that was going on because he already had such a big story because the girlfriend that ended up being fake, they had also promoted that she passed away. Yeah, uh, the same week as his grandmother. So it was all like this going in, which is so so fucked up. Oh, beyond. And if you watch the documentary, you realize how much more it was fucked up. Yeah, because the person faking 100%. being the girlfriend, her, the person faking being the girlfriend, calls him back and saying, "Hey, I had to fake my death because some stuff happened." 
and he tried to rekindle mm-hmm. it. So and sick man. They really dive into both sides on who was thinking what and everything. Um, like what was going on and kind of a, a really good yeah. timeline, which there hadn't been a clear timeline of what really happened. Right. Um and of, you get the story from both sides too, right, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, and at the time, the the way the way like we found out about stuff and all these bits and pieces and stuff, you know, everybody like people, the way it was presented, it was like everybody's like, "There's no way." <clears throat> like, how did you not know? How did you not suspect? I'm glad you said that. This stuff, you know, like that that was my initial reaction to like the whole thing. I'm like, "What are we doing here? How is this? Who would fa- who would believe this stuff?" the brain of Mantateo for a little bit here and I'm not I'm not trying to be mean when I say this but he's not exactly and even hearing him talk now during this documentary he's not exactly the brightest bulb um damn bro I'm not saying that to be mean very well, I think one thing though I think it all kind he, of started very casual though and he just yeah kind of, but kind of but, you know Started, they started feeling, and it was just something I guess he been in in Indiana. But at the same time, like she would never FaceTime him, like like the stuff like that, like how he felt. That was was, yeah, a lot of that should have he just didn't really (laughs) he didn't really think anything about it. You know what I mean? Like he he completely ignored all the red flags that most people would have been like. Because it wasn't there yeah. for him. That, that that switch in his brain didn't flip. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this shit's all suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it just meant... Big sus. Like, okay, that's cool. Football. You know, he always had that, I guess you could say, distraction. Because even when you hear him talk now, it's just like, oh, man, he still has no idea. Yeah. But... Like, so I think I have a little bit different take on it. What? I think, I think um, a, a few things. One, nobody really knew the term catfish then. That was before the TV show. That was before. Well, yeah, they did. Internet there, like there a, dating there, kind of was like there, the beginning of all that. There was a documentary before the TV show. Yeah, and that was. That, you know, I thought called, that was it was called catfish. It was the same people, right? I thought right. catfish. I, I thought catfish was. Or I thought that was a thing already at that point. Documentary I don't was think already so. out. The documentary was already out because that's why they were really? saying he got catfished. Maybe okay. Oh, yeah, so maybe okay, maybe not. Maybe just the sense. documentary was not like the TV the series. The TV show wasn't Definitely. out. Right, no. Right, right. No, no. The documentary was out because that's why they were saying he got catfished. Yes. Uh, okay. That does make sense. And well, I guess that might be that. that could, I guess I could see where that could be part of it, where because, because it wasn't that, a, it wasn't a normal thing yet that people yeah. like it wasn't it wasn't like a mainstream thing yet. Yeah, it was definitely something still pretty new. Because the documentary wasn't like it wasn't it was big, but it wasn't like national big. I don't like, think I've hey, seen look, the documentary until way after it was probably published. That's on you, homie. Yeah, I mean, it I is. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do with that. <laughs> what? <laughs> me and Kenny are just whispering. Um, but what else did you have? What else? Oh, so I mean, 
one thing I think I kind of I kind of felt bad for him at the end of it a little bit. And I think it was not so much as in like his career and all that, but as in like uh, how crazy people jump, you know, jumped on him about it. Because well, they, yeah, because they audit because everybody was like, "There's no way anybody could not yeah. know about this." And well, they thought, and, you know, I think, I think, if, you know, for a long, a long time, and I was like, I bounced back and forth with all kind of different views. Every time something new came out, like my opinion changed. But I think a lot of people just thought that he was trying to hide, like either one, he was making the whole see, thing up because he had some kind of weird psychological thing going on, and then they were like, yeah. well. Actually, no, he's likely. I guess they thought he was gay and didn't want to come out and talk about it, so he yeah. made so he made her up. But you know, that, that's the, the that's there was a lot the of there was a lot of turn twists and turns to that whole My thing. My theory is is he found out, and the time when he found out is when she quote unquote died. Yeah. So he was like, all right, this is over with. I found out because it happened during a high stress time when his grandmother passed away. Yeah. And so I think he found out and killed her. You're dead. (laughs) And was just like, yeah, we're just going to leave it at that. She passed away. Everybody's going to forget about this story. And then that took a life of its own, too. Right. Because where's the because people can't just die and nobody knows. Right, well, and there's no, the and there's time. no, and there's no record of it. Like, dude, and come he, on. He he's still not the brightest bulb. Right. So like, so, he's well, probably he was a, thinking, he was still a kid I can, too. I mean, we're yeah. talking about. I I could just say she died, and no one's gonna think otherwise about it. Yeah, everybody's just gonna be like, oh wow, that's sad. Okay, moving on. But then he ends up up for the Heisman. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, it's just it, it, it's a story that got out of control from him. Because he didn't want yeah. the embarrassment of being catfished. I mean, that so, thing, I think, that thing took I the mean, life of its own, though. It was that's crazy. my theory on it. But hearing I from think, him now, because he gives his side of the story, obviously, and now he's probably, I mean, he's probably around our age, you know, in his 30s. And so, you know, just like we were just talking, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, you live and you learn, and I feel like maybe he has some regrets about it, and it was something that happened to him, and I think him being such a high-profile person at the time that it just spun out of control, and he might have some blame to it, and obviously the person that was doing this had a, you know, big, it was to blame for it, but... um it, I, it was I probably like I, I think probably the biggest celebrity, like the highest profile catfish of all time. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I guess like like from from his I standpoint, well, I guess he was willing to. I think he was just willing to take the risk to to yeah. cover it all to cover it all up to save the embarrassment, yeah. which made it you know obviously exponentially worse because it was just like you got this person lying to you, but now you're lying about them, and it's just like lies on top of lies. Yeah, and and nobody could validate any of it. Right. So it was just, man, it was such a wild. I got, I gotta watch it though, like. What? Yeah. Because I I remember it's so weird that it just pops up out of nowhere now, but I remember like being like really just like into that whole story because it was just crazy. 
Dan Patrick kind of put a damper on that, too. He goes, I find it interesting that when he gets cut by a football team and he's kind of out of the limelight, he now decides to put out this documentary. Oh, of course, because it's a source of income. Well, he didn't put it out. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, you know, maybe he is. I mean, who's to say that he's not addicted to attention? Yeah, because of what happened before, and now he just <laughs> you know, he hasn't had it in a while. Like I don't know, because you don't know how people operate nowadays. No, you really yes. don't. I mean, that's a good point. You're playing devil's advocate to how I, but how I perceived it. At the same time, too, though, like the other spin on it could be that it was always something he planned on capitalizing on once he, once, he, once he once he wasn't playing football anymore. Well, see, the other part was, is this is where Deadspin, as much as I liked them back then, you kind of learned that they were, they're fucking slime balls. Um, yeah. They did the story, and he was planning on coming out and talking about it. He did say that. So I'll give him mm-hmm. credit there. But Deadspin did this story, and they sent him the story and said, you have an, they gave him, they said, would you like to make a comment on this? Mm-hmm. He is 19, 20 years old. Someone's written a story about everything that you, quote unquote, just found out about. And the reason why I say quote unquote, because I don't know, or allegedly yeah, yeah. just found out about. And it seemed like it was a few weeks there in between he, when he, he could figure it out. Maybe. Like, we don't know that timeline. That's the prop. That's the yeah. other part. And that's, and some, so of that's, that's some of that stuff we'll never know. Yeah, and Deadspin goes, essentially goes, here's this whole story that we're going to expose you for. We're going to give you an hour before we put it out to press. Yes, Shady. We're going to give you an hour to make a decision that is going to affect you the rest of your life. Yeah. And Deadspin's excuse for putting out this article without comment was, we did this to show the hypocrisy of ESPN not oh, doing yeah. their homework. We didn't do this to ruin his life. We did this to yeah. Mess with that, the ESPN that, said that I was like, no. So you we'll so, so so we'll be the assholes because ESPN's not willing to. No, well, we're being the assholes. They were just mad because the, the way that big big media was not having all the stuff in the story right like the time of death and oh okay you know and stuff like that and really was like minor stuff but in in journalism yes you should be accurate and in saying instead of saying like one saying that oh well Lene died before his grandmother or one saying grandmother died then hours later she died and they they were kind of saying like the very minor going at the very minor details that was potentially wrong yeah but and they were no, saying because they, of that, they wrote yeah. the story exposing him to attack him. <clears throat> yeah, and so you, not even that bullshit. You got a you they, had a big story and you published it like a media kind of should do, but y'all were slime balls about it. Right. Yeah. Regardless like of how it's going to affect his I mean, life, that was kind of Deadspin's thing. And then Deadspin goes, the guys that did it were like, we didn't realize that. Nobody was going to pay attention to the ESPN side of it. We thought yeah. they were going to go after them and not Vantai. Like, but yeah, right. they also yeah. were like bragging about how they were on TV for a month. Yeah. Like they were doing all the big TV show outlets. They're like, 
everybody wanted to talk to us. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you dummy. You just ruined someone's life. Yeah. But cover-up's always worse than the actual act. If he had just come out and said, hey, I've learned this information, that somebody, if he had just said it, and he got to control the narrative, and that's another reason why yeah. they didn't want him, they gave him an hour, because they didn't want him to control the narrative. Yeah. Because obviously they it's a lot It's a lot less interesting if, if he, it's a lot less interesting if he just comes out and spills the beans on it. Exactly. If you leave a lot of mystery out there and a lot of things up for interpretation, that's that's much more interesting to most people. And to Manti's than the truth. To Manti's point in the documentary, he kind of made it seem like he knew this information for probably I want to say like two weeks, and didn't say anything. But it was during the middle of the Heisman run, and so. He kind of put it as like I was too busy to really deal with it because I didn't know how. Well, because I mean, you got you got the Heisman stuff and you got the draft. And you got to look at it this way, aka, I'm reaping the benefits of all this attention. Yeah, could be. Yeah, if he didn't have this story, he would not have been up for the Heisman. Do all right. So, as a college player, was he? Just, just with his ability as football, you think he would have been in that running? No, because he was one of the best defensive players in college football. There's no doubting that he was really good uh, until let, the Alabama me, game. I mean, it would have never been. A, it would probably would have never been a possibility he was going to win, regardless. And he didn't win. Let me tell you something. Yeah, Johnny Menzel exactly. won. Who was yeah. another person they needed to probably do a documentary on? But he, yeah, uh, everybody was saying. Oh, he had the greatest. If you look at Notre Dame's schedule, they weren't playing tough people. He played. Yeah, and a, the thing is, is they were like, "Oh, Notre Dame was great that year." That's another thing that pissed me off about this documentary. They made it seem like he played bad in the Alabama game because he was distracted. No, he played no, bad in the Alabama good. game because their three running backs they had that year were all yeah. first and second round draft picks. Yeah, that was Eddie Lacy and... T.J. Yeldon. Yep. And I forgot who the third one is. Also, their center and two guards who would block him on run plays, I think they all three went in the first round. Yeah, Chance Warmack, one of them that went to the Titans. It didn't work out, but that game... So, I mean... That offensive line destroyed Notre Dame. Yeah, that like game. they lost 42 to 14. And you want to say they lost because they were distracted. Because he was no. distracted. You never lose because of, you're never really gonna lose that bad because of one guy, anyways. Unless it's the quarterback. Unless it's the quarterback. He's yeah. not that. <laughs> no. So that's what killed me about it. They were like, Oh, you know, Notre Dame was this that's, great team. And I kept going. That's no. them using him as a scapegoat, though, for why they got their ass kicked. No, this was the documentary people. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they were, like, trying to play it up. Like, they were, like, <clears throat> these world beaters. They were – I'm like, no, But Alabama I'll say this. Was, it was a good Notre Dame team, but they, they're not they, – you know, it's not – They weren't ready for Alabama. They weren't – they, weren't, so they weren't They weren't. top of the SEC caliber team by any means. Well, yeah. and, here, and and I'll, I'll say this: I don't, you know, I don't know if this had anything to do with Manti or the people that are editing it to make it 
more interesting about Manti, but Manti did say he's like, I gave it 100%, and we just got beat by a really good football team. And Which is fair. that was really the only part of it that was like, that's probably true. My, my, my kind of like final thoughts on it, though, like I could understand, like from his standpoint, obviously he's he was young at the time. Like I would I would I feel like the whole thing surrounding it is unexcusable to be that like gullible. But as far as like not wanting people to know about it after the fact, given the fact that he plays for Notre Dame, I mean, his name was out there. I don't know if I heard prior to anything about the, you know, anything about the Heisman or whatever, but. He was gonna. He was very. I mean, he's likely. Obviously, he was gonna get drafted regardless. And yeah. all of that is negative. Would negatively affect a lot of that stuff because, like, it did. I don't know where he. I forget where he got drafted, but he he might have gotten drafted higher because I know a lot of teams probably looked at it like this dude believed all this stuff. Like, where's his head at? Yeah. Like and obviously, what, obviously the dude. And he's like, okay, he has physical gifts. He's a good football player, great defensive player, but what is this guy's? How fragile is this guy's mind? You know, to where he, yeah. can, he can get easily duped like this. Like that if I exactly so, so that I could see in his mind. I don't even know at the time if he was even smart enough to think, like, man, I can't let these teams find out about this until I get drafted because like my stock's gonna slip. Well, that's part of it too, and it, and it yeah. did essentially. Yeah. But I, I think even the second or third it, round. But how much of it was? And he played middle linebacker, which, let's be honest, if you're a middle linebacker, there's a lot of you in the draft. Typically, there just is. Yeah. There just is. And I've even like, if you look at the 2013 draft, I'm sure there were other middle linebackers that were better than him. Like, yeah. look at De- Devin White. Devin White was not on good LSU teams. Yeah. But <laughs> he was the best middle linebacker out of that draft. So, like, that's right what I'm trying to, like, that's why you try to tell people, like, yeah, he was up for the Heisman. Yeah, they won all these games. But he doesn't necessarily translate to NFL. Well, yeah, not not you know, if if you like you said if you put it in perspective like you said with who they played, yeah. Because as soon as they played, what you would say quote unquote like NFL caliber talent because all a lot of those guys went to the NFL, they got their asses stomped. Yeah. Right. So they, so that kind of tells you all all you need to know about that team. Really, Man, they didn't. They weren't. They, the thing is, they didn't. They didn't lose. If they would have lost and it was close, that's different. But they got their asses. They got their asses draft. handed to them. So they no, they did beat at the time. They beat Michigan State. That was a top ten. They beat Oklahoma. That was a top ten. Now this is where kind of you look at it. Stanford, who was seventeenth ranked at the time, took them to overtime, and then Pitt, who wasn't ranked, took them to three overtimes. Everybody else, yeah. besides BYU, they boat raced. They just beat yeah. the, they beat Navy fifty to fifty to ten. Thanks for the so that's why I'm like. But then they hit the then they hit the SEC and they hit like football teams and they were like, man, this it's is just a weird fast. draft. It's just different. Well, it's another just, thing too is is that was never mentioned. His career was not derailed by this 
available. I mean, I mean, like not not de- not derail. I mean, yeah, it might it might have devalued him a little bit, but definitely did but not de- it did not he, derail him. He was in NFL. He was for like five or six seasons, but the reason why he didn't get three, it wasn't because of this. He he was hurt a lot. Yeah, and they never mentioned that in the doc. And I went back and looked. He was he was on the IR a lot. He got hurt a lot. And because when yeah, he played, he was solid. I will say this: I, I really was pulling for him. I was hoping that like that he would like something with like he would just have a, a decent career and like a lot of that would be put behind him. But yeah, you're right. Like it just never really. What's he, crazy? I'm looking at this draft. What's crazy is like the first and second round were pretty terrible. But the third through, like, fifth were, like, steals after steal. Like, Travis Kelsey was a third-round pick in that draft. That's still when tight ends weren't valued like they are now. No. <laughs> he'd be, he'd be a first-round he, he changed the game a little bit. Well, Gronk changed the game, and then he came Keenan, I feel like Keenan, I, I feel like I changed the game as far as valuing tight ends. Oh, yeah. Keenan Allen was a third-round pick. Let's be honest here. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a crazy draft. <laughs> but it's a, it's still, regardless of our opinions on what, it's a good documentary. It's a good yeah. story. It's worth watching and getting frustrated over. Oh, for uh, me, it's for me, it's a must. <laughs> for me, it's it's a must watch because, like I said, exactly. I, I I was like stuck on that whole story because it was exactly. just like. It was just like all these little bits and pieces of stuff. You would never get a big chunk of information. It was like these small little bits and pieces would come out. And you're like, what the fuck? Like everything that would come out went against what you thought before. It was just like you thought it was scripted. Dr. Phil had the funniest part in the movie. He just walks in and plops down on a couch. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's hilarious. I was like, who are they about to talk to? Oh, it's Dr. Phil. I completely forgot. He talked to the he talked to the guy. Yeah. So and Doctor Phil was so. straight up real. He was like, "What do you, what do he say? Something like basically saying that he was immature in more or yeah. less, or like he was like talking. He was like, I felt like I was talking to a little kid, and he was a you know twenty two year old man or something like that. Such a good story. <clears throat> well, gentlemen, it's about that time. I got a head out. Well, yeah, I uh, probably need to jump off here too. Alright. One, two, three, break. <laughs> yeah. About that. Good show, guys. Well thanks everyone for listening.